to another episode of Title Chicks, a title insurance and true crime podcast. I'm your host, Alba, and today we have Cheeky Andrea back with us. Woo woo! Yay! Yeah, yeah, girl. <laughs> I missed you. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm going to buy you some tea. <laughs> Thank you so much because, pardon my throat. Because, yeah, it's kind of... I got you. I don't know what's going on. I think it's the weather. Don't worry. I got you, girl. Okay. Thank you so much. (laughs) Remember to hit the subscribe button as this will help us grow. Yes. Do not forget to do that because I notice a lot of listeners um, have not hit that button. So make sure that you guys do that for us, please. So what do we have today, Alba? So today we have another true crime episode for you guys. The murder of real estate mogul, Peter Chadwick. Dun, dun, dun. Yes. So this episode discusses adult content and violence. Listener discretion is advised. This one is not safe for the little ears, y'all. So today we will take you to beautiful Newport Beach, California. An upscale neighborhood where murder is not a high crime. In this area... On most years, they have zero to three murders per year. And this is where Peter Chadwick, a millionaire real estate mogul, lived with his loving wife, Q, or QC as her friends called her. And they also lived with their beautiful children. They had three boys, ages 9, 12, and 15. Their oldest son was away in boarding school. Wow. I wonder what that's... You got to be, like, really rich to go to boarding school. You do. You definitely do. Uh, they have one here in uh, in Claremont. Really? Yeah, Mount Bird Academy. That's a boarding school. Mm. So Peter worked from home where he helped his father run the real estate empire. QC was a loving stay-at-home mom where she devoted her life to her children. That must have been a life. Yes. Staying at, I don't know. Staying at home moms, I think it's more work than going to work. I did that for like four years and I really liked it. You don't think it was more work? Well, you know, you have to maintain a really tight schedule. Yeah. Because then it, then it is a lot of work after that. Yeah, no, just leave me at work. I'm good. <laughs> I don't want to be a stay-at-home <laughs> Well, Ralph, if you're listening, that ain't me saying that I don't. I do. <laughs> so. <laughs> um, QC kept the kids on a very strict schedule with school, sports, and after-school activities, which the boys all excelled in. So Peter and QC met while they were attending college at Arizona State University, and they soon married after. They moved into a beautiful suburban 4,096-square-foot home with five bedrooms and five baths in the same community where the late Kobe Bryant lived. Why do you need five baths? Because nobody wants to share. I guess you got to be really rich to have five baths because <laughs> I am not cleaning five baths. I'm sorry. You got to have somebody to do it for you. Yeah, no. That's thank you. stay-at-home wife life. <laughs> I hate cleaning the baths. <laughs> if you're listening, babe. <laughs> so Peter was from England and had dual citizenship here in the United States. QC was from Malaysia. And because QC was new to this country, she relied a lot on her husband, Peter, to help her navigate through our country's language and customs. Peter very much loved that his wife had to depend on him. And her friends say maybe a little bit too much. QC friends said she was very happy and had a great personality, as were Peter, 
was super quiet and very shy. Mm. From what they could see, they were both very loving parents and appeared happy and had a perfect life. Unfortunately, this all changed on Wednesday, October 12, 2012. Peter and his wife, QC, were reported missing by one of their neighbors who was picking up her child from the bus stop. She noticed that the Chadwick's children were not picked up yet, and she found that very weird and out of character for the parents because they were never late. They were always at the bus stop on time to pick up their kids. You see, QC held a meticulous schedule for her kids, so there was absolutely no reason for them to be late. So the neighbor Gwen asked the boys to get in and drove them home. While in the cars, the boys kept trying to call their parents, but no one answered. Unbeknownst to the boys, their lives would change forever. When they arrived to the Chadwick's home, Gwen rang the doorbell, but no one answered. It was as if Peter and QC had mysteriously disappeared. That has to be tough at those ages. Yes, and scary. I mean, you know, these parents are very, very responsible. Yeah. You know, so it's like, where are my parents? They're never late, so they must have been thinking, you know, did something happen to them? Did they get into an accident? Yeah. Who knows? So Gwen decided to take the boys to her house where she would try to find their parents. She called around, but no one knew where the Chadworks were. That's when Gwen decided to call the police to do a wellness check on the Chadwicks. The cops arrived to the Chadwicks home and inside, they noticed that in the kitchen, it appeared as if they were having lunch. They saw two plates on the table, but it looked like something, they were interrupted by something or someone. So they went to the bathroom and noticed broken glass, a bloody towel on the floor, and what looked like a small blood stain in the shower tub and on the wall. To them, it looked like there was a struggle. They also noticed the safe was opened and it appeared as if money and passports were missing from the safe. Mm -hmm. So definitely something was going on. Yeah. On Thursday, October 11, 2012, at 5.30 a.m., Peter Chadwick makes a 911 call from an Arco gas station near Mexico. He tells the operator that his wife was taken by someone. In the call, you can actually hear Peter say, they took her, a guy named Juan, broke into my house, killed my wife, and forced me to put her body in the trunk and drove to the Mexican border. And once there, another guy named Chi arrived and met us. They moved her body into their trunk. They said they were going to cut her up and then just drove off. Well, that doesn't sound likely. Yeah. Why would they just take her and not him? Exactly. That's that's exactly (laughs) my thoughts. I'm like, okay, so they took your wife, but they didn't take you? Yeah. And they left you alive to go take your wife to a chop stop? How convenient. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) So, like you and I thought, this guy's story was so unbelievable that you can actually hear the 911 operator ask, Sir, are you okay? Are you on any medications? Yeah, that sounds about right. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what my thoughts. 
the police had already started um, their investigation after the home search. After this call, they had found Peter. But where was QC? One week later, the police finally got a break as to where QC was. You see, on a very long and lonely road, at the end of a driveway on Moth Valley Road, they see a big blue dumpster. As they get closer to the dumpster, they can see flies and are immediately hit with a horrible smell. They notice the dumpster was filled to the top, so they start digging, and that's when they find QC's belongings, along with $10,000 in cash, some jewelry, and wrapped in a blanket, they found the body of QC. Wow. Who does that? I mean, that's so sad. I mean... A little side note that I actually read that has nothing to do with this case, the year before, they also found a dead body in this same dumpster. Wow. Yeah, but it had nothing to do, like the owners, they had nothing to do with this. Mm -hmm. It was just a coincidence. Wow. And I love it when everything comes together and the stars align. I say this because this dumpster was supposed to be picked up that morning at 6.30 a.m., but the owners of the home were in the middle of a payment dispute with the waste removal company, and that's why the dumpster was not picked up and taken to the landfill on this day. I didn't take the dumpster the first time. I know. Yeah. So it, it just, everything, it was a miracle that yeah. they didn't take that and that this was going on behind the scenes. QC's brother, Peter, unfortunately, was the one who had to break the news of their mother's murder that day. And as we can all imagine, the boys were super devastated. Mm-hmm. On October 11th, six hours after that 911 call Peter made, he was charged with the murder of his wife. While they are interrogating him, he tells the same story again and again, but adds that Juan drowned QC in the bathroom while he was in his office downstairs. He said he ran upstairs to try to help his wife, but Juan overpowered him with a small dull knife. He said, well, yeah. I mean, like, what's the vendetta against the wife that... He would just mm-hmm. cut him with a, with a dull knife, but he's drowning her and doing all this to her. But like, nothing to Peter. Yeah, he got cut with a butter he knife. He likes Peter. Uh-huh. Yeah. Peter said Juan forced him to put QC in the car and also gave another account. He said Juan sat on his chest for five minutes so he wouldn't be able to give CPR to his wife. That's some foolishness. He is. He, yeah. <laughs> I mean, just because you're rich does not mean you're smart. <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely not. It's starting to piss me off. Cause, this cause is very obvious. Oh, my God. <laughs> Peter then said Juan made him disrobe after QC was dead and tackled him and grabbed his testicles to subdue him. Boy. That, that's like his dream okay. or something. <laughs> that is because, okay, he already sat on you, but then he's going to make you take your clothes off. Just to grab your balls and make you get up, subdue you like you were already subdued. I know. And nobody wants to touch your testicles, okay? Wait, please. What in the world? Oh, my gosh. Th- that's like his little, like, dream. That was, of- his, that was his dream before. Yeah. Man, I hope Juan comes subdue me. Yeah, right? <laughs> what a weirdo. <laughs> So, Peter said that the killer of his wife 
was his house painter, Juan. That he had an affair with? Did he say that? Yeah, in his no? dreams. Okay. He said Juan was 5'10 or 5'11 in his late 30s, muscular. Mm. He was wearing a black shirt, blue jeans, and black sneakers. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. He's just creating an See, alibi. See, you know, it, does, it definitely doesn't take a genius to do real estate. Yeah. You just have to do it. <laughs> That's it. Sorry realtors but sorry it's true it's very true because <laughs> i'm an agent and i know it's definitely true <laughs> but we love y'all we definitely love y'all <laughs> of course the evidence showed a different story and nothing this man was saying made sense to the police the cops said juan never existed peter was just trying to create an alibi they knew that Peter had driven for hours with QC's body in the trunk, looking for a place to dispose of her body. The cops also found a suitcase in the car with only Peter's clothing. Okay. How convenient. So you get someone that's trying to kill your wife and maybe hurting you, but they tell you, oh, pack a bag. Mm-hmm. Just in case. I'll take your clothes off before you do that. Yeah. And then put them back on. Yeah. <laughs> what a nice kidnapper. Mm-hmm. Um, they also noticed that Peter had scratches, bruises on his body, and a bite mark. They also found tears on his shirt, blood stains on his pants, and underwear. You guys can actually find some of the crime scene pictures that I just um, described in our Instagram page at Title Chicks. The cops also pulled the surveillance videos from their home, as well as the gas station where the other man, Chi, supposedly met him. Sounds like a hair product. Yeah. She <laughs> must have straightened her hair, and that's what he came up oh with. Oh my with the man god! <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I'm telling you, this guy is. A, oh man, he is not the brightest crayon uh-uh, in the box at all. <laughs> but surprise, surprise! The video only shows Peter and no one else. Another thing the cops found weird is that Peter never asked about the well-being of his kids, which he had not seen for more than 24 hours. So they found that super weird and odd. After all this questioning, Peter stopped talking and he lawyered up. Yeah. He should have stopped before he started. I know. Like, he should have stopped at that 911 call. Yeah, (laughs) because (laughs) it... Yeah. But thank God he's dumb. Yes. QC's autopsy showed she was drowned and strangled to death. Mm. The cops believed that their 21-year marriage was not what it seemed. After questioning their friends, they found that QC was becoming more independent. She was wearing makeup, going out with friends. There were even talks about divorce. Mm. And they also noticed that she was distancing herself from her husband. And Peter did not seem to like that. QC was not at all happy in their marriage because she believed Peter was cheating on her as he had brought home some STDs. I will cut him. (laughs) I will cut him. (laughs) Can you believe that? Uh Uh-uh. Oh, my God. Don't lock me up because, yes. (laughs) Oh my Lock me up now, because that's it. It's a wrap. <laughs> when her friends um, asked her, why are you still with him? She did say that, you know, it was for her the well-being of her kids. Mm. So that just goes to show you what kind of person QC was. She was yes. always thinking about her children. Okay, I stopped and I'm going to uh, take my 
my statement back. But I will definitely gonna have to lock me up first time. Oh, for sure. No, I'm girl. <laughs> you will have to call security because I will cut him. <laughs> In QC's closet, the cops also found a handwritten letter with a list of Peter's computer searches. And some of the searches read how to torture, Chinese massage girl escorts, abortion costs in Orange County, teen Tijuana girl escorts, divorce Vicky Tran, California. No, this guy is just something else. Peter was, of course, incarcerated and charged with the murder of his wife, but was later set free on a million dollar bail. The judge said he did not feel Peter was a flight risk because he was a pillar of his community and a great father that would never leave his three children. Honestly, the the judge agreed that he did not even have any concern for his children Mm -hmm. prior to even getting caught. It's just because he has money. Money talks. It definitely does. You know, he has all this money and money talks. Why would you let someone out that's on charge for murder that has millions of dollars that has all the capability in the exactly. world to escape exactly. but not a person with less charges that does not have that exactly. capability but you leave them in prison that just not that's it doesn't make sense to me mm-hmm. while out on bail this demon sends out an invitation to friends and family for a 30-day candle viewing that he's going to be hosting at the home for qc Wow. Yes, the same house he killed his poor wife and then dumped her body as if she was trash. He is a narcissist. Wow. The cops never imagined what happened next. On January 2015, three years after he murdered his wife, to everyone's surprise, Peter Chadwick disappeared. That's not really to everyone's surprise. They should have known that. Yeah. Because I'm not surprised. Yeah. This launched an international manhunt that expanded multiple countries over a period of four years. I was gone. Peter Chadwick fled the country with $1 million in cash. He wasn't coming back. Yeah, no. <laughs> he drained all of his accounts, mm. including his kids' trust funds. Wow. What a loser. Mm. The authorities knew that because he was very rich... His intentions were to escape justice, and they soon realized that they had failed to keep a close watch on Peter. That's that status, man. Yeah, absolutely. That's status. I, I believe that. So Peter was taking test strips to see if the cops would catch him, even though he couldn't. He couldn't leave um, his county. He was mm-hmm. taking these little trips to see, you know, to test the waters. They were, yeah. Yeah. Peter was carefully planning his escape. Surveillance cameras at the airport recorded Peter purchasing a ticket and then sat there for hours to see if the cops would come in and apprehend him. Wow. The cameras then see Peter leaving the Santa Barbara airport where he vanished forever. A cab driver later testified the person he had taken to the airport was a woman and not a man which led the cops to believe that he was disguised. Back at Peter's home, the cops found books with titles like How to Change Your Identity. 
Well, he's very good at researching, I'll tell you that. <laughs> How to live off the grid. Mm. How to live in Mexico. Those are key things. You definitely have to know how to live in Mexico and off the grid. <laughs> yeah. Peter Chadwick had the authorities on a wild goose chase for four years. He was living the high life in Plaza Grande, Mexico. The locals found him very odd as Peter would never look at them in the face when they were having conversations. That's a big thing. Yeah. That's a big thing, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my grandma always used to say, be scared of a person that does not look at you in the eyes when they're talking to you. Yeah. Because they're bad. Exactly. If you don't make eye contact with me in a conversation, I'm already like kind of leery of you anyway. Yeah. (laughs) One of the locals described him as the man without a soul. Yeah. Peter Chadwick lived in Mexico under different identities. He went by Paul Cook, Paul Craig, and John Franklin. Peter at first was living in high-end hotels and resorts, but once the Mexican immigration laws tightened and required foreigners to provide proof of visa and ID when renting high-end hotels, Peter saw himself forced to living in motels or hostels which they didn't require these forms of IDs. Mm-hmm. To fit in, Peter got odd jobs, busing tables. Peter had no intentions of returning to the U.S. to pay the price for the murder of QC or even to return to his distraught children that he had abandoned. They have to be, go through some psychology. Absolutely. Go I did read, though, that QC's family took them yeah took them and they're very loved yeah and they're doing good oh that that's that's good but they had to have like years of uh oh absolutely the psychiatrist because yeah your mother murdered and then your father abandoned you and take all all everything that was you know i know and they were used to living a good life and then i'm sure i mean i don't know qc's family had money or not but it was definitely aside from the money they were really good kids that loved their parents Four years after the ordeal began, the authorities received a lead of Peter Chadwick's whereabouts in Mexico. This demon, thank God, was extradited back to the United States to face charges for the murder of QC. Let's round applause for that. At least he was caught. I know. When I was researching this case and I saw that he fled, I was so mad. I was like, no, because you know, usually... These rich people, they do not get caught. But yeah, yeah the, the um, authorities said that the Mexican authorities helped them so much. Yeah. So think an applause for Mexico. This case was a roller coaster for sure. For sure. And I feel so sorry for QC and her family and her beautiful boys. My heart definitely goes out to them. I hope that you guys enjoyed today's case. Um, remember to keep sending in your stories. Did you like the case? Absolutely. Good. Yes, it was very interesting. Got a little angry a couple times. You know? I know. <laughs> I, I really thought he was going to get away with it, but so happy that he is in prison. And I hope that he stays there for the rest of his life. Yeah. And that his dreams come true. You mean one, girl? <laughs> yeah. One. Yes. Are he going to get, <laughs> he going to meet a one, a Bubba, a Chi Chi. <laughs> Jose, he's going to be a He's going to be all of them. He's going to be everybody. Everybody's going to be subduing him. <laughs> oh, God. Thank you guys for listening. And remember, 
If you have any additional questions, or if you're looking for a friendly and knowledgeable closing agent for your next purchase or sale, we would love to hear from you. Leave us a comment below. Email us at titlechicksfl at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram at titlechicks. Until next time, bye. bye.